Welcome to Coffee with Courage. I'm a marriage and family therapist with a love for coffee, adventure, science, and who believes healing and love is for everyone. This podcast is for those who just want to learn how to care for their body, mind, and spirit. I will share my experiences as a wife, mom, friend, and give educational tips for self-improvement. Grab a cup of coffee and let your mind be filled with courage. Welcome back to Coffee with Courage, the first episode of 2024. Wow, I cannot believe this is our third year doing this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful and excited that you are still tuning in and that you are a faithful listener. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And please, 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 please tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, It helps me keep going as well, motivates me to know that you are listening. I know it's taken me a while. Mom life is really getting me. I don't know what to say other than that having a three-year-old is hard. It's different because they don't sit still because they want to be everywhere because naps are non-existent anymore and now my time is just limited to my child and my practice, uh, obviously my marriage. But yeah, it's been, it's 2023. What a year. I don't know about you, but I am so glad it's over. 2023 was one of those years that really took me for a ride. (laughs) Uh, Professionally, it was great. I was able to open uh, and expand my practice and open a second office. But personally, it was rough. I feel like 2023 was a year that tested my faith more than ever before. It really helped me grow. And well, you can't grow without pruning. And I felt like I definitely was pruned by the Lord. Uh, But I am excited to share with you what I'm drinking tonight. And I am actually having water. (laughs) Not that exciting. I know my husband and I are in a 21 day fast. We usually do this uh, at the beginning of the year. Honestly, he does this at the beginning of the year. (laughs) I just last like three days. Uh, But now I am on day eight, starting day nine, and I am feeling kind of okay, lethargic in a way. Uh, But that's what it's about. We like to do this um, as part of our faith process in order to help us grow as a couple and also to help us grow personally in our faith. If you haven't fasted with your partner, please do so. It takes you to a whole different level. It helps when both of you guys do it together. I know that when my husband's not fasting with me, it's twice as hard than when he is. So let this be an encouraging moment for you that if you're thinking about fasting and starting your year off right, then this is your call. You can do it. I believe in you. I owe you a delicious coffee description. I don't have one for you today, but I can describe my water. (laughs) It's uh, cold, delicious, refreshing. 
And if you are having a cup of coffee, please enjoy it and think of me as you're sipping it and think of how I would love to be sipping one as you're listening. (laughs) Speaking to a lot of people, I've realized that I'm not the only one that went through a hard year in 2023. Therefore, I wanted to start this year off with an episode about transformation and how it is a process and not necessarily an event. And that's what we'll be diving in today and speaking about how we can turn 2024 into a different kind of year, especially coming out of such a tough one like 23. I specifically want to look at this through a spiritual lens. So Just want to give you a warning, I will be talking about God and spirituality. As you know, most of my episodes are about that since faith is a big practice in my life. So it's just who I am. I'm just being real. I'm being honest. I'm being raw. So here we go. Everyone likes a beginning and an end. I personally really like ending 2023. And I like to start 2024 with a different outlook. Now that I'm sitting here tonight, I'm thinking about the transformation that I am going through post last year. And this came to a big halt in my life because I had a church identity crisis, if you could call it that. (laughs) It is one of those moments where you just have to stop and reevaluate what you're really pursuing and who you're pursuing and what you want and how God is directing all of it. And that was kind of the year that I had in 2023. Our brain registers loss almost like a death. Our brain knows that something is gone and that it's never going to come back. And sometimes it's hard to transition from those moments because we want to hold on to something so dearly because we love it, because we want it, because we desire it, because we were comfortable. And when we are made uncomfortable, then that's when shifting has to happen. You either stay and deal with the uncomfortableness or you begin to move. And that was me in 2023. I began to move. I was rattled in many of my beliefs and many of my leadership skills. I was rattled in a lot of what I thought was injustice and I still stand behind it. And that is something that I will always pursue is the justice. I have this hunger and thirst for justice for so many, for all people to really be living in their most healed form of identity. And when we have moments of identity crisis or those shaking moments where our identity is tried, then we really have to stop and reflect and decide what is best for you in that moment. Sometimes we believe the transformation is instant. And if we go through one hard season, that it's supposed to change us completely dramatically and heal us of all and every wound that we have experienced. But unfortunately, it's not like that. Especially when I speak to believers about healing, there seems to be this misconception of them believing that God heals instantly and that you don't really have to do work. And while it's true, I have seen instant healings of all sorts, sometimes we have to press in. Transformation is not necessarily an event. We can go to a conference, we can go to a meeting, we can have an encounter with the Lord. And while there is healing in that moment and some type of restoration, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're completely done with your transformation. Sometimes we really wish it seemed like that. But transformation is progressive. 
and transformation happens in every season. Some seasons, for example, the season that I'm in currently as a toddler mom, a three-year-old, it's hard. It's hard to find the time and the energy to want to do the things that I love doing, like this podcast, for example, like writing my book, like school, like everything that entails who I am and my identity and my essence. But it's in those moments that I really have to push myself to understand that if I really want something that I have to transform. If you're anything like me, when I am in severe pressure, when I feel a lot of pressure, it is almost my natural response to withdraw. I have to withdraw inside of my thoughts. I'm naturally an external processor, meaning that I'm thinking and speaking and I'm processing through conversation, through dialogue, sometimes with myself, sometimes with others. But when I'm in under a lot of pressure and a lot of stress, then I withdraw that and I go inside. I, I become an internal processor. I just become so much consumed by my thoughts that it's hard to turn off my brain. It's just an overactive brain. I just think and think and sometimes it loops in my mind and I just try to coach myself and tell myself, don't think about it. But the more I do that, the more I think. (laughs) I don't know if that resonates with anybody, but that is just how my brain works. Specifically when feelings are involved, when I get really emotional or hurt, I have to take time to myself. I have to retract. I have to withdraw. I know you're hearing my toddler in the background, (laughs) but it, it is in those moments when I retract, when I withdraw, that I take time to reflect and time to really process what is happening in my mind and my life in that given time and point. It's almost like I have to eliminate distractions. I have to change my environment. This is about the time that I take a trip somewhere. (laughs) I take the trip to somewhere quiet, somewhere outdoors, the woods, uh, somewhere where I can just sit and reflect. Sometimes when my toddler's asleep, I can do that. Other times I just have to push through the noise. But that is where my mind goes when I'm about to be completely transformed. And honestly, life is about transformation. And like I was saying at the beginning, it is progressive. It can't just be one isolated event because then change is not really happening in your life. And that's where stagnation comes. 2023, I had to make some difficult decisions. I left one of the leadership positions that I held in my church, and that was an extremely hard decision for myself. And my brain almost registered like a breakup. (laughs) I went through the stages of grief. There was this sadness. There was this... um, depression, this bargaining until I reached the level of acceptance. And I would had, I had to remind myself why I had made that choice. Reminded myself that in order to grow, I had to let go. And at times we hold on to seasons in our lives because we're so afraid that nothing better will come. And we hold on to seasons in our lives that just make sense, that they're comfortable, that they're where we have been there for a long time, for years maybe. And it is hard to leave seasons and just let go. I don't know if you have ever been skydiving. I have a couple of times. And I remember the first time for me when I was up in the air the hardest part was letting go of that airplane, <laughs> throwing yourself on the abyss and just allowing the air to just take you and consume you all the way to the ground. But letting go was the hardest part. After that, it was easy. You're just floating in the air, enjoying yourselves and accelerating adrenaline. That's kind of what it felt like this season of 2023 for me, closing some chapters And going through the grief and the loss of closing those chapters in my life was was a difficult time for me. And 
now that I'm entering this new season, this new year for me, I want to change my mindset. I have to go through grief in order to close chapters fully. If you skip the grief part and you jump into something new, then you're probably not going to do it in a healthy manner. So whether you're going through a divorce, a job loss, loss of friends, loss of church, loss of positions, loss is loss and it sucks and it hurts. But you need to open your mind and understanding that there is something else out there for you, something that's going to help you grow and transform you to the next season. Self-improvement comes from a place of trying to understand yourself, trying to see if you are in any position in your life. Are you there because you're comfortable? Are you there because you're making a difference? Are you there because you feel the Lord is calling you to be there? Or are you there just because it's where you've been for the past five years, six years? I really want to encourage you to take a look into your life and see what are the areas of stagnation in your life, the areas that are needing a pruning, that you need to prune like a plant. Uh, I don't know much about plants, but I do try. (laughs) And I know that every winter I have to prune my bougainvillea. I love it. I I have a a really hard time growing bougainvilleas in this desert weather, but I really love them. And every year I have to prune them in order for them to grow bigger and bigger. And every year they grow bigger and they produce more flowers. And I know every single year when I'm about to prune that bougainvillea, I am sad because I think it's dead. (laughs) It's going to die. It's not going to grow back. And it starts from the bottom. I leave nothing but the stem. But every year I'm surprised at how beautiful that bloom is and how bigger, how much more flowers, how much more it grows and perfumes my home. And in if you're in a season where you have experienced loss, any kind of loss, it's not going to feel good. It's going to feel like you're not going to make it, like it's not going to grow better. And maybe it's okay for you to feel that. And maybe if you hang out there for a few months, maybe weeks, days, then you're able to enter a new season, closing a chapter and embracing the new. Change is emotionally draining. So these are my suggestions to get out of your comfort zone and take that leap of faith and leave areas that you felt comfortable in, but you know they needed to be closed in order to get impulse to the next season. If I can encourage you to become an internal processor before making a big decision, such as leaving something, someone, or anything that's going to be a big change in your life. That means sit on it. Sit on the idea for a couple of days. For some people, it takes months. For me, it took a couple of weeks to sit on the idea of what my life would look like if I left this place. Consider your emotional state in the current place that you're in. If you feel dissatisfied or angry or sad or frustrated, then those are good indicators that it might be time to leave. Think about what is in within your power to affect and you can do to make that change happen. Consider the situation. Take notes on the things that you're not satisfied and want to change. Most of us try to avoid uncomfortable situations, but sometimes confronting those uncomfortable situations is the best kind of result. When we try to make decisions for ourselves that are life-changing, there is a comparison factor. We always try to compare ourselves with what is the other person doing or how will this affect me if the other person is getting ahead and that is a very natural common thought process but don't get stuck there 
push through. Don't compare yourself negatively to the people around you, but instead focus on improving yourself. I want to remind you that when you're improving yourself, every little step counts. If you are a firm believer in Christ, then prayer and meditation needs to happen before you make these life-changing transitional decisions. Taking that into consideration will give you peace in order to make hard decisions that will impact your emotions. I love how Paul the Apostle puts it when he says, do not conform to this world, but instead renew your mind and be transformed. Jesus calls people to change, not just a little, but dramatically. The gospel is a good way to understand change, transitions, and to see how it progressively changes a person. So if you're walking out of a hard season, a hard year of 2023, where you left a lot behind, and it was a pruning season for you, you jumped out of the plane, you're not alone. I invite you to change your mindset, to transform your mind, and start 2024, releasing the old and embracing the new. We cannot change in the environment that makes us feel sick or hurt. Leave environments that are toxic for you, hurtful, that are keeping you stuck, and allow yourself to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. If the Lord is also telling you to release and close a chapter, just do it. Take the leap of faith. I know there's bigger and brighter things ahead. 2024 is going to be a year transformation of change and boldness. One thing to keep in mind is that we have to feel the emotion of loss when you're leaving a place. You have to allow yourself to feel the sadness, the breakup, the release. And I wish I could tell you it's going to pass by quickly, but we don't know how long it will take. I still get sad sometimes when I think about 2023. But I also get excited to know how 2023 has embraced me and pushed me impulsed me to the next season of my life. In conclusion, I want to remind you that transformation is not an event, but it's a process. Allow yourself to go through the process of transformation, and in the end, it's going to turn on all right. I believe in you, and remember, if you ever need to talk to someone, there's always counseling. Seek wise counsel. Thanks for listening. Until our next cup of coffee, Let your mind be filled with courage.